This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marsha Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good morning from snowy New Hampshire. This is Marshall Davis. Today's topic is a response to an email that I received from a listener in Indiana. He writes in part, So here is the reason I'm writing to you. I would like you to talk about what non-dualism is as opposed to what it is not. It seems, from my dualistic roots, that non-dualism blurs into nothingness. In reality, I know this to be wrong. God is light, which is the presence of all colors, as opposed to darkness, which is the absence of any color. The lie still plaguing my soul is non-dualism is absence instead of presence. I want a vision of the fullness of non-dualism to replace the lie that non-dualism is absence. Hopefully I have not gone too abstract with my words. Language just doesn't fit with the spiritual. No, I responded to him in an email saying that what he has asked me to do is impossible. But Jesus said that if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, then nothing will be impossible. So here goes. There are two ways to approach reality. They are called usually the via positiva and the via negativa. If you want to sound educated, you can call them the cataphatic way and the apophatic way. Positive way and the negative way. The via positiva or the positive way describes ultimate reality using positive statements. This is the path of traditional Christian theology. We make statements like God is love, or God is light, or good, or we use the omni-words that are so popular. We say God is omnipresent, omnipotent, and omniscient. The via negativa, or negative way, says that human language is incapable of describing the absolute. That language is by nature dualistic and therefore cannot describe the non-dual reality that we call God. It says that it is misleading to say anything about God. That all such attempts degenerate quickly into idolatry. So this path resorts to saying what God is not. Not this, not that. This is the approach of the Upanishads which use the Sanskrit phrase neti neti, not this, not that. When non-dual reality is seen, it is unable to be communicated or described. As the Tao Te Ching says, those who speak do not know, those who know do not speak. Non-dual awareness cannot even be thought about much less spoken about. As soon as we start to think about it, we've already distanced ourselves from it. We're already in duality. 
non-duality involves the absence of any self to speak. And for that reason, it can be disorienting and scary. It was scary for me, which is why I, as a separate I, fought it for years to the self, non-dual reality is seen as nothingness because the self is seen as nothing. This is disorienting, is disintegrating. As separate beings, we do not exist and therefore everything else seems like it does not exist and this feels like nothingness. This is what the teacher of Ecclesiastes described as emptiness. Normally translated vanity, vanity of vanities, all is vanity, he says. He also says that we are like mist or vapor. When reality is seen, everything else is seen through as not real, illusion, maya. But here's the important point. We are not separate beings. We are being itself and being is not nothing. Being is not absence. We are. And that is a very positive statement. Being is presence. Although I use words like being and presence here, they aren't really accurate. Reality includes both absence and presence, being and non-being, nothingness, and everythingness, yin and yang. The problem with language is that it describes by contrast. And so being is thought to be different than non-being and something from nothing and positive from negative and absence from presence. Non-dual reality is not separation. It is union. It is neither nor and both and. I tend to travel the via negativa and say not this, not that, but I will try the via positiva. And I can say that reality is all. It is this and it is that, which is actually just as true as not this, not that. It is right here. This is all there is. And this I label God, although the label cannot stick. This is not the theological idea of a deity. This is divine presence. It is presence that includes absence of all else, if that makes any sense. As a Christian, I tend to call this the presence of God, or Christ, or Holy Spirit. This is fullness, it is love, experienced as all-encompassing and unconditional. Perhaps it is best if I try to describe my experience, although of course there's no, it's not my experience, there's no, it's not mine, there's no me to own an experience, but this reality is expressed through me, if you will. This is oneness. 
which is the positive way of saying non-dual. It is experienced as union with God. The closest thing in theology is pantheism, and the closest term in philosophy is monism, but I, I hesitate to use those terms because according to Christian orthodoxy, those are heresy, and what I'm talking about is not heresy. This is the original gospel of Jesus Christ. Neither of those terms, pantheism or monism, do this awareness justice. Those terms are just too abstract. So let me go back simply to describing experience. This is openness, like peering into the depths of the Grand Canyon. And this is spaciousness, like when you lay on your back in the summer and you look up into the starry heavens on a clear night. This is the dissolving of all boundaries between self and what is not self. Separateness disappears into everything, like a drop of water disappearing into the ocean or a drop of water evaporating into the atmosphere. But it is more like the ocean disappearing into the drop of water or the atmosphere disappearing into the drop of water. The world disappears into what I am and what I am into the world. You know, I am everything, but not I as a human being, but being itself. Now I'm resorting here to abstract language again, so I'll try to come back to the concrete. Boundaries between the world and self cease. Boundaries between God and self disappear. And the self disappears, which feels like death and nothingness, but it can just as well be seen and experienced as a life and everythingness. It is immortality. This is what Jesus calls eternal life. Now to the separate self, this feels scary when we first experience it because it feels like death, like the death of the self. And we want to push it away, but there's no place to push it because it's all that there is. There's no place outside of this in order to stand to push. So all we can do unless we want to completely deny it, which is an option for a lot of people, but all we can do is simply be it, relax into it, and disappear and realize that this is it. This is divine presence, love, acceptance, forgiveness, compassion, grace, truth. This is our eternal nature. It is seen that our human time-bound manifestation is nothing and we are everything. We have presence. What seems scary then, then is not scary anymore because there's no self to be scared. The self drops away. And we see that we always were this. Well, always are this is a better way to say it since there's no past and no time. We are this presence. And by presence, I don't 
mean consciousness, the way we ordinarily think of human consciousness. A lot of people use the term consciousness, but I think that they mean human consciousness. And that's not what I'm talking about. This is older than consciousness. The Tao Te Ching says that this, this, the Tao, is older than God. This is what human consciousness originates from. This is what we are, that thou art. It is that out of which the universe comes. It is that out of which light and darkness come, according to the opening verses of Genesis. Now, I'm doing my best here to tread the via positiva, to use positive terms, but I am continually drawn to words that try to go beyond the positive and negative. This is it. Right here is what is. And words and thoughts do not add anything to this. People say that words can be pointed to non-duality, but they hardly even seem to do that. That's kind of like a finger pointing to itself, or an eye trying to see itself, or us trying to see ourselves. And that too easily turns into dualism. It's, it turns into us trying to look at ourselves by looking at ourselves in a mirror, but that's just a two-dimensional image that is not reality. The only way for me to communicate this is really simply to invite you to see this. See as what you really are. Drop into deep intuition rather than think about this. This is a sense of reality that is immediate and undeniable and is self-authenticating. It is instantly recognized as true. And this is so obviously reality, divine reality, that it makes all doctrines and theology look like paper cutouts. This is the best I can do in trying to describe in positive language what cannot be described. So I invite you simply to see. That's it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.